Welcome back to In Defense of Humanity. I am Al Whitney, and tonight we've been talking about the war on terror, the real targets, and the real costs. I think probably other hosts on this on this network have talked about this as well. I hope they have, because it's just ongoing and it's escalating. Does anybody remember the Cash for Clunkers program? Now, I never got any proof of this, but I was very suspicious. I mean, why did they do that? My suspicions were that the cars that they wanted off the roads were cars that were not embedded with GPS. They were older cars, and GPS was not put on these cars. So the way to get these older cars off the road was to offer an incentive, and that was called cash for clunkers. I have never really seen verification of that, but that was my suspicion because, really, the truth is this this government uh, does not care about you being happy you being healthy, you having good transportation or a good job. What they care about is that they can control you and monitor you and um, for you to be able to drive around in a car that they cannot monitor with their, with their surveillance system is not what they want. So the call-in number is 800-313-9443. I'd love to hear what evidence you people have where you're living of this this surveillance system and how many times you may have been treated as if you were a terrorist yourself. I know we went to add my daughter onto our safety deposit box. We just kind of were doing estate planning and um we, we thought, well, why don't we do it this way? We'll just add her onto the safety deposit box. If we're in an accident, the two of us, that way she'll be able to access what's in that, that box. And I am aware that the, the bank believes they own all the contents of these boxes, but 
at the same token, we did have the boxes and there were some things in it, and we wanted to make it so she could get access. Well, when we went to the bank to do this, I could not believe the rigmarole they made her go through just to be added. We were both there. Um, we both had our IDs. We both identified her as our daughter. And yet they had to have her driver's license. They had to put it in the computer. They had to know where she worked. They had to know uh, what her social security number was and what her job title was, where she lived. I mean, you name it, they had to know it. And when I kind of said, what is going on? All they did was point me to a sign on the clerk's desk. Since 9-11, we have changed our policies. And to protect you, it's always to protect us. Have you noticed that? To protect you, um, we have... added increased security um, steps that we'd want you to go through. I just rolled my eyes and went, here we go. And that was only in the last six months. Okay, Richard in Alabama, how are you? Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think of where else I ran into this. Oh, the emergency department, if you go into the emergency department, you can walk in. You're not going in in an ambulance, but you can walk in. You have to go through a security check. They scan you. And you know how they have these machines that if you have metal, the metal de- they put you through a metal detector. And then to get into the emergency room, they don't care how sick you are, the police sits right there and goes through, rifles through your bag, your purse, your briefcase, whatever you're carrying with you. If you're not willing to give that to him to rifle through, you don't get in. In fact, what we noticed is when we had a family member in the emergency department and it was taking a long time and we wanted to stretch our legs and walk outside for a minute and talk kind of privately, we went back through the uh, scanner. We didn't have to go through the scanner to leave. But when we returned, even though it was the same guy, we spoke with him, he recognized us, it didn't matter. Just going out to the parking lot or going outside and going back in, we had to go through the same rigmarole all over again. I think that's going on everywhere. And at Ohio University hospitals, in the area that these hospitals are, in the emergency department, they have these black cars that roam through that area driving around and all it says on the car is security so it's just weird i mean it's it's like we're we are truly living in a police state and the police are trained to look at us and watch our behavior and report or respond to anything that they consider unusual. And what do they consider unusual? Anyone who is not acting like an obedient slave. That's what's considered unusual. You ask questions, you resist, you object, you complain. In their world, that is a tip-off that you are potential threat. That's how they've been trained. 
I'm not sure there's a way to undo this because they've all taken money. They've all got their protocols. The hospitals all have their protocols. Um, if they don't do what they're told, they lose their jobs. This is how this whole thing has been set up. So I'm not sure that we can change it. Um, okay, Richard's back. Hi, Richard from Alabama. Are you there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just want to review the way the Rockefellers and the other billionaires live. Because when you hear the way they live, you'll understand why they don't give a damn about our suffering. One, they never have a birth certificate. They never get a job. They never have a Social Security number. They never get a driver's license. They don't own a car. They don't own a house. They don't have a mailing address. They do everything through proxies and trustees and agents and contractors. Whenever they travel, somebody else drives in something that is rented or and with a chauffeur who's on salary. When they want to leave the country, they don't go to our airport. They go to a private airport. They often go in a helicopter and they land. They get on a, a, a Gulf Stream that's already got a pilot all warmed up in the seat, and they don't have to wait. They just get on and they go. Uh, they they are they, nobody can serve anything on them. There's no way a process server can serve anything on them. They can't. They can't even prove how old they are. Many many of these. Rich families, nobody knows the age of any child. So they are totally exempt from ordinary law enforcement such as we understand it. Uh, Considering the way they live, they have no empathy into our suffering. They just don't care. Well, they Uh, never do. I mean, the Rothschilds have never cared about anybody. They start all these wars. They've never cared about anybody. The Mossad, Israeli Defense Forces, these people have been starting wars for a very long time, watching human suffering, and they absolutely means nothing to them. Nothing. Now, there's, there's many aspects of their lifestyle that we could imitate. There's no need for us to get birth certificates. It isn't mandatory. We can avoid that. There's no need to get a driver's license. It isn't mandatory. There's no need to sign any school enrollment forms. It isn't required that mom sign a school enrollment form. She can just say, well, here's a, here's a child. You can enroll him or not, and I'm not going to sign Okay, I have to disagree, and, Richard, Richard, Richard. Richard. Uh, I, okay. I have to disagree with you. <laughs> Where that, no. That's not going to happen. You're not going to get out of a hospital. You're not going to get out of a hospital without signing that. There have been people who've had their children kidnapped because the parent, in fact, Anna von Rantz told her, told everybody when she was on my show, and this was many years ago when she had her baby, if she wouldn't sign the birth certificate, they were not going to give her the baby. 
Why did she go to the hospital? Well, now we've got people who are now we've got people who are nurse um, midwives. Okay, and to do that, okay, they will yeah. not be allowed to get paid for being a nurse midwife if they don't agree to provide that birth certificate. There was a whole group fighting this. And um, I remember Ingrid telling me about this. They were actually making progress, trying to avoid the birth certificate. And their, their teleconference calls kept getting knocked off. They gave up. They could not keep going with their teleconference calls. But I also know people who did not get birth certificates for their children. Now the children are 18. Now they want a job, and now they're in trouble. No one will hire them. Well, the foreigners just make up a number, that's and not then they, work. and then they don't file a return. Hmm? That's that's not going to work. Sorry, no, that's not going to work. Well, Nor how, are you going to. You're not going to get into if you get sick and have to go into a hospital. You're going to have to have that real ID. If you have a bank, you're going to have to have the real ID. If you go to a doctor, you have to have a real ID. You will not be able to do anything without that real ID called the driver's license. Okay, now there are people who manage to live without going to a bank. I don't know. There are very, 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 very few who can do that. That is a special group of people, tiny, tiny, tiny group of people. Anyone else who has to go to a bank has to have a real ID, or you will not be able to cash a check or do anything. So, you know, for you to say that we can't do this is wrong. I, I don't want to mislead the listeners. It is wrong. They are closing those doors. And I've seen it. It happened right here in my own my own world. Hmm. I had a woman call me, and she went all the way to Cincinnati to a doctor's appointment. She was very concerned about what could have been cancer and what probably was cancer. She found a specialist outside of her city. She drove like an hour and a half, got there, and she forgot her driver's license. And do you know what? They would not see her. She said, I will pay you cash. They said, we cannot see you. Well, why not if I pay you cash? We cannot see you. And she took that trip for nothing. They would not see her without that driver's license. Are you there? Still, I I contend there are some things that poor people can do to imitate the rich without having a lot of money. Well, uh, they're making it very difficult. You're never going to get your kid in school if you don't have a birth certificate. Period. Why don't all these foreigners do it? I'm not sure. But they can certainly tell the difference between an English-born someone who's born in this country and speaks English and someone who doesn't speak English and is coming from someplace else. I don't know what they're doing with them. I believe that they're trying to give them identification numbers. So when you looked at that, I I did a show about that. What was it called? ID 2020. They want all these refugees to have numbers. Everyone needs to have, everyone, including refugees, need to have a birth certificate and a number and a vaccination record. That is their goal by 2020. So all these refugees 
wherever they're staying, if they're getting any money or any benefits, you bet your bippy they've got an ID, they've got a number, they're going to move them into a vaccination program. That's not, they're not going to get a free slide. The minute they get benefits, they've got to register for them. And they're taking the benefits. They don't have any money. They're taking food stamps or they're taking housing. They're getting benefits. They have no way to live without them. That's all. I think I like your idea. I just think it's it, it's late in the game for that. Okay. Well, it, it is too late in the game for people our age. But for young for young mothers to be, it's an opportunity, and they really ought to take it. I think they're going to have a hard time. I don't know any woman. Now, there are probably some, but I've never met any, who would give birth with just their family there and no midwife, no one who knew what they were doing, that she would just have unlicensed people. You have to find them. Yeah, you got to find unlicensed people. We got to find disbarred attorneys and unlicensed midwives, uh, you know, people that don't have any government certification. Perhaps they had the training and they joined their uh, association and they got expelled or something. And You can find these people and uh, circulate their uh, names and addresses so that people can find them. I mean, you could certainly try. That's not that is worth an effort. Um, but you know, I, I it's going to be hard. Let's just say they 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 have done their best to make it impossible to work in this country if you don't have some kind of identification or license, because then they can't collect taxes on you. And if they can't collect taxes on you, you're not their tax and code slave. Now, well, you have to, to hear you from. Have to find- you have to find ways to get by without employers. You have to do away. In fact, the employers are going to go away pretty quick if the economy gets any worse. Yeah. All the small businesses are going to close. Well, you're talking about an underground economy. Now, there are some people who function with an all-cash underground economy. I have known people like that. It isn't easy. It isn't easy. But... Um, for, for the masses to do it is going to be near impossible. It is very difficult to, to survive on an underground economy. And if you want utilities, you've got to register. If you want water, running water, if you want to rent a house, if you want gas service, if you want to receive mail, all of these things are tied into the system. They're all, tied, they're all tied into the Real ID Act. You cannot get a library card without a Real ID. So where you, you can go to secondhand bookstores, I guess, and you can pay cash. But it's, you know, that's the underground economy. They're doing everything they can to put us into the underground economy because they don't get their taxes when people are earning money under the table. Okay, stay tuned. We'll be back shortly.
Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge. And knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. Many people tell us about their experience with Extendivite. Just listen to what Glenn has to say. Prior to taking it, I had diabetic neuropathy. The Extendivite reduced that significantly. Acid reflux was reduced. I had athlete's foot, very severe. Trimmed that down to about 75% dandruff. Almost completely gone. I had a a simple neuralgia at the base of my skull. I was having migraines reduced by about 90%. Heart palpitations, my heart would kind of stall out. I would skip a beat. Very uncomfortable. And when walking from downstairs going to sleep, by the time I got to the bedroom, which is just one flight of stairs, my heart was pounding coming out of my chest. My vision was blurry. This completely solved that problem. Great product. Thanks. Tell us your story. Get Extendivite today. Call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Richard, I appreciate you uh, coming up with some ideas, and I don't disagree with your goal. It's just going to be very hard to achieve, and perhaps if people would get more creative, they can find ways to get out from under this, but uh, I don't want them to think that it's going to be easy. It's hard. Okay, we have another caller, uh, Lark in Texas. Lark, are you there? Oh, hi, Al. Hi. 
Uh, just a quick, uh, uh, and by the way, I want to follow up on Richard's remarks because I think he's onto something actually. But, uh, just to let you know, um, I've been successful in being able to send you emails in the past, but, uh, unfortunately, your email account is spitting them out. Oh, no. And as of late, just the, the Huawei account. Okay, I'll take just a look let, at it. Yeah, I'd love to share these emails that I just sent out. Okay. Uh, just a couple of them, but, uh, Okay. Because I think that you, you especially would enjoy them. But uh, anyway, uh, one of the emails was entitled um, Panopticon uh, or the Inspection House. Now, that was written by Jeremy Bentham in 1787. And uh, it's reproduced at a website called uh, Cartome, C-A-R-T-M-T-O-M-E, Cartome. Dot org, And uh, this is a website maintained by a couple of uh, bricks and mortars, uh, legacy, quote-unquote, architects. And in it, they discuss this phenomenon of the modern panopticon, which is essentially a prison. Uh, you know, Michel uh, Foucault, the philosopher, uh, wrote about this in uh, uh, several books that he's written. But uh, to sum it up, it's basically, is it surprising that prisons resemble factories, schools, barracks, hospitals, which all resemble prisons? And this is a chapter in his book uh, titled Panopticism in Discipline and, Punishment, Discipline and Punish the Birth of the Prison. But these... These uh, architects that have this cartome.org, uh, uh, there's a sister website that you can easily find by just looking up Panopticon, the inspection house. You can actually read it on the Internet, this book by Jeremy Bentham. But they have a title of an article called Reversing the Panopticon. And uh, they talk about the famous labyrinth that was uh, devised by Daedalus in uh, ancient Greek mythology. And uh, the hero, Theseus, is imprisoned in the uh, labyrinth, the maze, and uh, he's threatened by, like the other prisoners in the labyrinth, by the minotaur, which is, uh, you know, uh, uh, a monster of some sort that will kill you and eat you and all this other stuff. So... This is what keeps these people inside this labyrinth. And uh, I, I liken the labyrinth, just like the, the architect writers of this website, to uh, the modern industrial society, the information age in which we live, in which a digital prison or a surveillance state has been erected upon us. And in it, uh, she, uh, she, this writer is a, a woman architect. She, she suggests that the woman Ariadne is the hero because she spirited, she secreted a ball of silk thread uh, into the labyrinth to Theseus, who used it to uh, reverse engineer the pathways throughout the labyrinth so he could escape the labyrinth and eventually go on to defeat the, the Minotaur. And I think this is a, an apt uh, 
metaphor for how we can actually think about our conundrum living in this modern age. Now, I myself have been out of the system, according to Social Security, since 1997. And uh, I had a corporation for 12 years, but I never paid myself a salary. And uh, I stopped banking in 2005. And, there, you know, to Richard's uh, thoughts and then to your own, talking about an underground economy, there's actually something you can read uh, called counter-economics uh, in any encyclopedia uh, on the Internet or anywhere else. And uh, you can read about uh, different means people have, uh, have adopted to be able to escape from this prison that all of us are in. I'm, I myself am having discussions regarding game theory uh, of late uh, with people who studied people like uh, John Forbes Nash Jr., the subject of the movie It's a Beautiful Mind, uh, you know, who talked about an ideal economy or ideal money, rather. And then people like Robert Ullman and uh, Thomas Schelling, John von Neumann, who were all, who all won... Uh, you know, Nobel Prizes for economic theory and game theory. Okay, hold on, Lark. We've got to go to break. We'll be back shortly. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not, or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. Without the right accessories, any guy can be off the mark. Whether you've invested thousands in your arsenal or you own a single trusted firearm, a visit to aroutfitting.com is in order. It's one of the finest online selections of tactical optics and AR parts and add-ons, like EOTech, quick target acquisition with no peripheral loss. Browse the full range of Nikon scopes and binoculars. aroutfitting.com can illuminate your world with streamlight gun-mounted lights from keychain to large handhelds up to 1,100 lumens. Find some stability with Battenfield Tactical Bipods. AirOutfitting.com has CMMG gun parts, barrels, assemblies, handguards, part kits, and more. Plus magful clips and magazines. 
I know I've got you excited, so take a breath, head to aroutfitting.com. The site's super easy to navigate and features a ton of technical info, including links to manuals. We also welcome vendor and manufacturer inquiries. Remember, if you don't see it, we can get it at aroutfitting.com. Tired of being lied to by mass media? It's growing more and more apparent today that news is received less and less through standard media outlets. Even with a growing audience every day, RBN is beginning to direct more efforts into social media. Social media and the use of the Internet is fast becoming the primary source of people for news, regardless of demographic. RBN has set out to provide some of the best news on the Internet through republicbroadcasting.org and also has begun to use the tools to our advantage by way of social media. Republic Broadcasting is now operating a Facebook page to function as yet another avenue to have our collective voice reach new audiences across not only America, but across the globe as well. The Facebook page features not only news, but also an RBN player to listen to our broadcast. Get involved by visiting facebook.com slash republic broadcasting and liking our page and share it with your friends and family because you can handle the truth. Welcome back. We've been listening to Lark in Texas. Lark, how are you paying for your utilities? Oh, well, you know, I have a partner. I have a life partner, 32 years. She's still in the system. Well, there, but, there, uh, I've, I've never uh, told her how to live her life or what she can think or believe. Uh, believe well, it or no, not, she's never... She, I'm sorry? No, I, no I, I, I'm just saying that I know people in similar situations um, who don't have bank accounts, but they have partners who do. So someone has to have a bank account or you can't pay for that utility. And very few of us can are off-grid, right? Right. Um, no, and I'm, I'm not disagreeing with that. Uh, the yeah. thing is, is that all of us have to pick and choose the ways in which we uh, wish to regain our independence and freedom right. of movement. You know, as best we can. You know, not everybody's situation is different. I mean, right. I mean, you and your husbands, you know, have been completely wrapped up in the system, and it's not your fault. It's just, it's just the way your life w- was experienced. You know, where you yeah, are today. I, I, and, I live where I have to have utilities. Uh, our monthly income comes in the form of a, a check. I have to have a bank to cash it. In fact. For many, many years, they have refused to give us checks. They insist on direct deposit. So our income was reliant on a bank. And unfortunately, across the country, they have managed to make it so that almost everyone's income is reliant on some interaction with the bank. And that's where you get into the ID. That's where they have an ID if you don't have an idea, you don't get a bank account. Well, I think one of the things that concerns me a lot these days is how do I escape from this technology? 
Yes. You know, like I'm, I myself simply buy and sell in the marketplace. Yes. But, you know, uh, it's just something that is comfortable for me and something I've done all my life, you know. Right. And, uh, you know, there was a time where we ha- I had to advertise in the local newspaper, you know, and I remember the years where I was paying $1,800 a month to advertise in the paper just to peddle my wares, you know. Wow. And, uh, you know, I started out in my 20s buying and selling cars, you know, because that seemed easy enough. Yeah. But uh, the truth is, is that we have become more and more dependent upon this technology. That And, and look what's happening with bricks and mortars businesses across the country. Right. You know, they, that, 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 that model is almost a failed model anymore. And the only way it works is really in small towns and, you know, places where you know the, the people. You grew up there. You know, you have friends. You, you know, you, you, people can network. Right. But, but it doesn't happen in the modern world because we're, we're all sitting in front of a computer or uh, we're on our smart devices. And uh, so, I mean, I understand that. So, you know, we've, we have a conundrum, there's no doubt. But this, uh, you know, these grim technologies, so-called, you know, genetics, robotics, information, and nanotech, I mean, innovation is going to proceed apace. I mean, this is just man's want. You know, he's going to explore these things because man certainly loves his toys. Okay, but now wait, let's back up, let's back up. It's not man who's doing it. It's not the general population that's doing it. The general population never would have done it. This is a, a, a plan. This plan has been put in place. These technologies have been put in our hand. They knew when they did it that they were addictive. The people who have done this, and I remember I had the guy on, um, who was a mechanical engineer, uh, Bill Bathgate, I believe his name was. And I said to him, have they not orchestrated the advancement of this technology? Do they not meet once a year to say, we're going to take this thing off the market and all people are going to have then is they're going to have to move into the new thing? And he said, yes, that's the plan. So I'm waiting for them to tell me that I can't have a landline. In other words, it's not us who are doing this. This is being, I swore off technology and went on a technology budget maybe 15 years ago. And um, I'm behind, you know, I'm having, I struggle by not putting out their, by not buying their new technology. It's not my choice. That's why I, I just don't want you to blame man. It's it's the oligarchs. It's the it's the monsters, the money monsters who are doing this. Don't you think? I think I, I I think it's the people that won these wars in the 20th century. You know, I don't think the American people won any of these wars. No, um, they. You know, they, I mean, this is a military technology. Yes. I mean, the, the the internet was all developed by the military, and when it was unleashed on the public in the early to mid 90s and popularized. They had all the bugs worked out. They knew precisely how they were going to manage the information flow. Yes. And uh, I, they're doing it to this day. Yes, I totally agree. And when they want to advance to the next level, they know how to do that, too. All right. Well, uh, anyway, um, I just wanted to share that with you all again. Just uh, those websites are, are Cartome, C-A-R-T-O-M-E, and Cryptone, C-R-Y. P-T-O-M-E dot org. And uh, the articles are Panopticon and Reversing the Panopticon. These, okay. these are 
these are good stories to begin to at least be thinking about how you can uh, regain your, you know, because right now, what, you know, not only are they, they looking to disarm the American people, they're looking to deny us freedom of expression. And yes. I can give you a clue in how they're going to do that. They're going to do that through the so-called uh, pseudoscience of epidemiology. Because uh, uh, in epidemiology, the patient is the community and individuals are viewed collectively. And when anytime you hear that word community, you have to think of that word kahila, K-E-H-I-L-L-A-H. This can be, you can look, you can find this by listening or reading the International Jew and the chapter entitled The Rule of Jewish Kehillah Grips New York. And you can see how important the so-called community or the Kehillah is in Judaism by reading an article entitled The Importance of the Community, in parentheses, Kehillah, to Judaism, and then you'll recognize uh, the insidious nature of what they're doing. Okay, thank you, Lark. I have other callers. I appreciate mm-hmm. your call. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You bet. Okay, we have James from Pennsylvania. James, are you there? Yeah, hey, good evening, Al. Can you good hear evening. me? Yes. All right. Um, I was wondering, have you ever had a conversation or chatted with... Uh, um, what's his name, uh, uh, from uh, hisadvocates.org, uh, uh, Kelby? Kelby Smith? No, I have not. I did follow him for a while, but no, I have not. Um, he, was so, with, he was with Restore America, and a lot of people who were with Restore America, uh, that kind of blew up, and um, Kelby was a big party of that. I don't know. After Tim Turner got arrested, I don't know where Kelby Smith fits in it now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, because I know I heard him a few times, and he talks about, uh, you know, how to actually navigate the labyrinth, uh, as we as we were just, uh, you know, discussing that with a few other callers here. Yes. Uh, so, which is, which is interesting, through trusts and... Uh, and and not using your own uh, identity or whatnot, just like the the globalists do, right? Everything through trusts and things like that. It's not going to help you with it with a real ID. I'm just going to tell you that you're going to still need that real ID. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he's come across that. A lot of these people who have these programs, and I, I attend meetings with some of these people, they just simply cannot wrap their head around what that real ID act has done and where they're going to run into it. They, uh, until you clash or, and, and you smash into it, you know, until your driver's license needs to renew it or you get caught without a driver's license, you don't really realize how well advanced that real ID system is. So I'd have to listen to some of his calls or call in and ask him how he's avoiding the real ID because that's a tough one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, maybe maybe, maybe uh, that'll be good. To maybe to bring him on. Maybe have a open open caller session so we could call in and ask and things like that. Yeah. Okay. Thank, well, you. thank you. Thanks for your idea. Appreciate it. All uh, right. Okay. Thank you. 
Uh-huh. We have Phil from Austin. Phil, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi. I have one uh, quick suggestion for you listeners. Um, Ralph Winterun has a show on RBN Sunday afternoon, and I would uh, recommend people listen to his show. He's, he's researched and dug up quite a few court cases that uh, distinguish the difference between a U.S. citizen and a state citizen. Not a state of, but uh, like Ohio State, not the state of Ohio, that type. Anyway, yeah, I, that's a great show. I'm sorry. I think, he's, I think he's still avoiding the driver's license, or he, th- he thinks he's got a state driver's license. I heard him talk about that, and, you know, I'd like to, I, I tried to talk to him a couple times. It, it, he was really busy. Um, you, you, he still have to, has to face the Real ID Act, okay? He's not going to be able to avoid it. So when Ralph kindly hits it right in his face and he sees that there it is, then he's going to have to look closer at, at whether his strategies are really going to work. I have a doubt that they will. I This Real ID Act is a, a really nasty net. Yes, I agree with that. But uh, there's always, for every attack, there is always a counterattack. So um, this it's probably not going to get to the to the situation where it will change until it gets worse. Most people uh, won't. They will go along with the system until it gets unbearable, and then they will change. Unfortunately, no, no question, Phil. That is absolutely right. I see that in my own family. I I mean, I tell my my adult children, you know, you're living in a police state. Yeah, mom, I know. And that's what the, that's all they say, you know. It's like they're used to it. This is it. This is what we got. And it discourages yeah. the heck out of me that they're not looking for ways to resist it. But you know, they've got the job and the family and the house and the pets. And I think the young people yeah. are just just barely making it, and they're not gonna they're not gonna they don't have the time to look at this. Yeah, that's my opinion. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I, I know several people myself that have basically gotten out of the system and uh, no social security number and dealing with cash. But when their kids got old enough, they, their kids got back into the system. So I don't yes. know what they accomplished by doing that because their, their children are in it now. Yes, that's right. And the children, um, you know, it's hard enough for these young people to get jobs, let alone to get a job without a birth certificate. I mean, good luck on that one, or a social security number. Uh, I'm not what saying I'm, they, I'm not saying they shouldn't try, but I'm just saying the system is made to make it difficult to avoid, right? Right. One of the main things that I've seen, it's almost like a uh, a magic show at a circus. It, uh, the entire crowd is mesmerized and fooled because of the magic show, but once you understand the secret behind the magic trick then it's quite simple to you. And yeah. what I see is that they're, they're mesmerizing and um, hypnotizing these people through language. And what they do is they'll bring up words, but then they'll put definitions in there that mean something totally different than what you think it means. Yes. So when, when, people, when people read a law, there's always a section for definition. And nobody yes. knows that. If people would read the definition section of a law, or a contract, they they would see it quite differently. Right. Totally agree. 
Absolutely agree. And that is the that's what's going on. The word person is a good example and James Corbett brought out the fact that the word terrorism is another one. Exactly. Actually the word person has several hundred different definitions in the uh, uh federal law. Yes. So each each law has a different definition of the word person. So that's what I'm saying. When you read a law you have to find the definition of each word and see what each word means. But you know what? You can cut to the chase and go to UCC because it's all uniform commercial code. It's all commerce. And look up on, on UCC the definition of the word person, and you will see how there's 27 different terms that they use to describe what a person is and will blow you away, you know, absolutely blow you away. Most of us think it's a living, breathing, walking man or woman. No, not that's not what it is at all. Really, it's once you start to see how they're doing it, it's quite simple. Yeah. Well, yeah. Although that's hard. You have to first. You have to admit you're living in a matrix, and I find it hard for people to get that point right there. Right. Well, they the way I see it, it's just like dealing with the con artist, and yeah. um, they're constantly throwing different tricks at you. But once you know basically what they're doing and their basic techniques, it's easy to see. But uh, if you don't know, you will usually get fooled. Absolutely. No question. Well, thank you, Phil. Uh, I, thank you. I wonder if I, I could take in one more call before the night's over. Hopefully it's very short. Lou in, in BC, do, can you add something in about a minute or a minute and a half? Yeah, sure. It's a, it's a tough act to follow your previous callers, uh, but <clears throat> I just wanted to make a comment that uh, individually we can uh, um, – decide how far we can remove from the matrix. I myself uh, have uh, made serious attempts to be off the grid, but it keeps it keeps pulling you back. And it's as you say, you run up against uh, issues like driver's license, et cetera, that you just can't avoid. Um, you know, any, even if you're, if you're dealing in cash, you turn around, you're paying tax every time you make a purchase. There's just no avoiding it. So, uh, but in terms of the surveillance state, I have found that I, I just basically got as far away from major urban areas I can, as I can. I, I live on a boat. I live on a wild B.C. coast. There are no cameras around me. Uh, when I Even our local little hospital here, a med clinic, uh, there's no uh, metal detectors, that sort of thing. So there are choices uh, that uh, aren't available. They're not universally applicable. Uh, yeah. But uh, it's basically you've got to sort of get to the end of the earth to get away from the matrix as much as you can and even then you can't okay thank you for that lou i appreciate that well folks uh please stay tuned and listen to our imaging prayer that we do every saturday night and i'm i'm i appreciative of all the callers and we'll be back next week good night Did you know that neither the American Medical Association nor the American Bar Association were established to benefit the American people? Have you recognized that in our country, health care has little to do with health and that our court system has nothing to do with justice? The priests of both medicine and law have been incentivized to implement a dark agenda on behalf of the Bilderbergers and their ilk. 
To protect ourselves and our progeny, we need to take a much closer look at how these two giant industries really work. Join me, Al Whitney, on In Defense of Humanity, Saturdays at 7 p.m. Central, as we expose the matrix and learn how not to consent to our own destruction. February is Heart Month. Every year for the month of February, to show our appreciation to Extendivite's faithful customers, we have a sale. If you would like to try Extendivite, now is the time to get a few months ahead and really give Extendivite the time to show you how it works. Most of Extendivite's long-term customers wait for this sale to stock up. People and doctors tell us about the unbelievable improvements that they have experienced in their overall health, not just the heart. Extendivite wants you to experience the power of these herbs. Get a four-month supply for only $115 for either the capsules or tincture. Please take advantage of this once-per-year sale and get healthy for life. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com or find us on Amazon. Extend your life with Extendovite. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you. And your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultation are free and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY. We'd like to end tonight's show by reaching up to a higher power, whatever that might mean to you, to assist us in creating the future we all want. Close your eyes as you listen to this beautiful song by Inca Gold called Shout to the Lord, an image families and children enjoying Earth's healthy meadows, forests, oceans, and mountains in perpetuity. Image them laughing, singing, and dancing. Visualize humanity thriving, free from want or fear. Picture the peaceful world we all deserve. Let's joyfully create our future together.
Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. 